0: You are listening to the CMC podcast series, Strong Life. In this exciting new series, the pastors of CMC will impart powerful principles that will enable you to live the strong life that God has destined for you. Now join Lead Pastor Tim Brooks for the message, Strong Over Fear. Well, I want to welcome you to lesson seven in this Strong Life series. Uh, Man, what a series. Last week, David talked about our thoughts. My goodness, what a word that was. Uh, Next week, Paul's going to be talking about prayer, and it's just a great series as we are talking about how to live strong over the things in life that want to pull us down. Uh, We've all heard, or maybe some of you even read some of Ann Landers. She's a syndicated advice columnist in the newspaper, and I saw at one time in her heyday, she was receiving 10,000 letters a month. 10,000 letters a month asking for her help. And they were interviewing her and they asked her, was there a common, um, a common question or a common concern? What, what, was there a common thing that people were asking about? She said, yeah, over yes, absolutely overridingly, yes, there was a common denominator, 10,000 letters a month, and the overriding concern of people was fear. Overcoming fear in one form. And all the questions you could ask an advice columnist, uh, the overriding thing was fear. Uh, Just think about fear uh, and where it comes from. The, The fact is, the truth is, Uh, Fear is a God-given attribute God equipped us to sense or to feel a sense of fear. Uh, Fear in in and of itself is not all bad. You need to have a fear of the burner on the stove. Uh, our, Our teenagers need to have a fear of driving a car too fast. Whoa, whoa, this is too fast. Whoa, whoa, that's too fast. I need to slow this thing down before I get to that curve. You need to have a fear of what alcohol will do to you. You need to have a fear when somebody walks up on the street that's not a doctor and hands you pills that you don't know how many milligrams of what is in them. I got a fear of that. That could stop my heart. I'm not popping that in my mouth. I mean, you know, you have a healthy fear. Here with some of the problems that I've had with my back and going through back surgery, uh, the doctor gave me a prescription of pain medicine. And man, I I took that for as little a time as possible. And I, I quit taking it. And I've been in quite a bit of pain. But I'm not taking that pain medicine. I've got a fear. I've seen what that can do to people. I've seen what smart, intelligent people, what happens to them when because of a back surgery, they got addicted to pain medicine and I saw what that did to them. And look, I'll just fight my pain, but I I've got a I've got a fear of them pain medications and what's in them and what they'll do to you. I got a fear of that. So a fear is a basic survival instinct. Now, I can tell you on several occasions, fear giving you a burst of strength or supernatural speed but on several occasions I've been in in a pen sorting and lotting cattle and had a big cow duck her head and come running at me and kind of when I got my bearings I was standing on the other side of a seven-foot fence looking at her and I don't I, whoa, I don't remember how I got over there I didn't go get a ladder and climb up one motion I was on the other side of that seven-foot fence never touched it I can tell you, fear can cause you to do things that you can't do. Uh, I've been involved in what fear can cause you to do. Fear's a good thing. But when it becomes a phobia, uh, uh, you've got severe problems. Phobia, and I read this in a dictionary or an explanation of the word phobia, it said is when fear and reason lose touch with each other. When fear and reason lose touch with each other, see it's it's when you quit acting out of wisdom that fear is to produce. Woo, This car's I'm driving too fast. I better slow down. See that fear produces wisdom. Wait, hold on. I'm in a school zone. I can't see little children here that may be lower than the hood of this car. I'm afraid of running over a little child. I better slow this thing down before I come just flying through this parking lot. See, fear is to produce wisdom, but whenever that loses touch and people allow fear to become a phobia, then you are being controlled by fear instead of controlled by the wisdom that it is to produce. We see people that won't leave the house. Fear and reason have lost touch. There's no reason for you not to leave the house, but you're afraid. We've got people that are, won't come to church because they're afraid of a crowd. See, fear and reason have lost touch. Uh, all statistics show you've got a much greater percentage of chance dying in a car wreck driving to the airport than you have dying from a plane crash. I mean, clearly that's what all stats show. But I oh, I'm afraid of flying. I'm not going to get an airplane. Oh, I'm afraid of. See, fear keeps you from doing something. And, and if you don't control fear, fear will build a power over you to the point that it begins to hinder you from doing what you're placed here by God to do. Fear, fear begins to build a power and a control over you. In this seventh lesson in this Strong Life series, I want to talk to us about fear. Uh, And I've got a number of scripture that I want to read. Uh, You can take some notes or you can turn there with me. Matthew chapter 14. Matthew chapter 14. Jesus told the disciples to go on to the other side of the Lake and after sending him them across there, he went up to pray. And meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble. In verse twenty four, strong uh, waves and, and wind begin to blow across here. And then it says the disciples were terrified in their fear. They were. These are people who walked every day with Jesus, so fear doesn't fear gets all of us. Don't don't act like fear doesn't, well, I'm a saved, I'm a Christian. These were disciples that lived with Jesus, and they were walking in fear. Fear is easy for all of us to fall into, and then it take a hold of you or take control of you. Go uh, to 1 Samuel. Go to the front of your Bible. 1 Samuel chapter 17. Very familiar story about David and Goliath. 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 4. Goliath the Philistine, champion from Gath, came out of the Philistine ranks to face the forces of Israel. He's nine feet tall, bronze helmet, bronze coat of mail, weighed 125 pounds, and he stood taunting. And we read down in verse 10 and 11, when Saul and the Israelites heard this, they were terrified in fear. You go on and you read in verse 21, 22, 23, they're paralyzed by fear. Now, here's Israelite army... These, this is God's kids. This are, the, these are the people that are in covenant with God and they're paralyzed in fear over Goliath. They're in covenant with God and they're paralyzed in fear. We, we, and I won't read the whole story, but you know the story of David. He understands I'm in covenant with God. I'll go get this guy. See, he didn't let fear control him. He let the covenant that he was in with God control him. But if you're not careful, your relationship with the Lord through Jesus is not in control, but fear is in control of you right now. Go back to Numbers, chapter 13. Another familiar story, verse 26. Numbers, chapter uh, 13, verse 26. The the, the spies, they go in. They they check out the land that's flowing with milk and honey. But then they come back in verse 28. The people there are powerful. Their towns are large. They're fortified. We saw descendants of knock there. They were giants. All that's true, but God's on your side, guys. All that's true. You're in covenant with God. See, reason, reason loses touch. Reason loses touch. Your fear's not producing wisdom. Your fear is in control here. We could go on and on in the Bible and... We could all stand up and give testimony of the time when fear just controlled us. Story after story of fear running havoc in our life. Romans chapter 8, verse 15, For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but a spirit of sonship. 2 Timothy 1, 7, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and love and of sound mind. In this lesson, Living strong over fear, I want to quickly give you four things about fear. Four things about fear. Number one, fear totally disregards God's plan. Go to Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 19. Then just as the Lord our God commanded us, we left Mount Sinai, traveled through the great and terrifying wilderness, as you yourselves remember, headed toward the hill country. I said to you, you've now reached the hill country of the Amorites. Look, he has placed the land in front of you. Now, let's go up and occupy it. God's mandate, God's word, God's direction, God's plan is very clear. Here's your land. Here's my promises. Now, let's go get it. First thing I want you to know about fear is it totally disregards God's plan, and we read about them dying in the wilderness. They, they died in the That was not God's plan for them, but fear, disregard, fear blots out God's plan. Fear totally disregards God's plan for you. Number two, fear distorts God's purpose. We read on in Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 27. You complained in your tents and said the Lord must hate us. That's why he's brought us out here from Egypt to hand us over to the Amorites and be slaughtered. I mean, on and on and on. Listen to them. Look, fear distorts God's purpose. In Numbers chapter 13, the spies spread a bad report. The land devours its people. And then it says... We felt like grasshoppers next to them. And then it says, that's what they thought too. That couldn't be further from the truth. We read about how terrified the Canaanites and the Amorites were of the Israelites. Let me tell you something. When a Red Sea parts and people walk across on dry ground, that word gets around. Everybody knew about that. Everybody knew about the plagues. Everybody knew about their escape from Egypt. Everybody knew about the miraculous power of God. And now these people are marching to you. They didn't think you were grasshoppers. They did not think that. But see, fear distorts your view. It did. Oh, we like grasshoppers. Oh, they think we're like grasshoppers. Couldn't be further from the truth. Couldn't be further from the truth. But you got a distorted view of reality when you let fear get your your mind. What you got to oh, this is happening to me. Oh no, what if this happens? You got a distorted view of reality. Number three, fear discourages. Numbers chapter 13, we read about the 10 spies bringing back evil reports and it infected the entire nation and it discouraged the people. I've watched right here, many of you who keep up with this, we've watched in our own nation, just the fear of war breaks out about maybe us going to war in the Middle East. And you watch the stock market fall drastically. You watch gas prices soar. And there's no reason. We're not at war. The cost of refining oil has not gone up. The availability of oil has not gone down, but fear causes the stock market to crash and gas prices to go up. I mean, fear, wait, nothing's happening here. But just fear causes a discouragement and can sweep an entire nation. Fear discourages people. Fear can change overnight our whole nation's economy. Fear can certainly change you. Fear gets in your heart, and you got to watch out. It will hinder you. Fear will get you. And number four, fear disbelieves God's Word. Fear disbelieves God's promises. I know that's what God said, but when you let fear get a hold of you, it doesn't believe God. Fear does not believe God. God lays something on your heart. God lays an idea or a vision or a desire or a direction. But fear keeps you from walking out and doing it. Fear keeps you from going there. Fear, what if this happens? What if that happens? Fear disbelieves God's word. Now, clearly, we need wisdom before jumping into things. And a healthy fear... You know, I got a fear of losing money, so I want to walk in wisdom in my investments. I want to walk in wisdom in what I buy and what I don't buy. and wait, I want to walk a fear of losing money keeps me from spending too much on something that I intend to sell. Wait, I paid too much for that, and I'll never make a profit on that. So see, fear produces wisdom in your life but When fear begins to control you, then it doesn't produce wisdom. It just restricts you, and it keeps you, and it paralyzes you. I want you to know this about fear. It totally disregards God's plan for you. Fear distorts God's purpose for you. Fear discourages you, and fear has you not believing what God's Word says. Now, in this series, and as a matter of fact, in this church, we we don't just talk about problems here. My, 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 what's going to happen? Oh, my, what's going to happen to this world? We don't just talk about problems here. We're going to give God's answer to fixing the problem. So I want to show you the problem of fear. I want you to understand what fear is causing or costing you. But now, I want to give you three, three clear steps to overcoming fear in your life. Three clear steps to overcoming fear in your life. I've talked about how fear will keep you from all that God has for you. I've talked about how fear will paralyze you. Fear will keep you from believing God. Okay, now what you gonna do about it? I don't want you to come to church and just sit here in church. I want you to learn something and change. I want you to benefit from the time that the word has been sown inside you. Now, we all battle fear. There's no sense in acting like we don't. I want you to understand, here's what fear does in your life. We've talked about that. Now, what am I going to do about it? Three steps to overcoming fear. Number one, first thing you got to do is confront your fear honestly. Don't ever sweep it under the carpet. You're invited to connect group, and your answer is, oh, I can't. I'm too busy. No, you're in fear, and it's keeping you from going to where you need to be. But see, you won't honestly deal, oh, oh, I I got a fear of going over to somebody's house that I don't know. You won't honestly deal with that and say, well, I'm busy. Well, we got somewhere else. Well, I need to go somewhere else. Well, I better stay home tonight and I got to do laundry. Well, you're not dealing with fear. You're not honestly dealing with your fear of being involved or going where you need to go or doing what you need to do. Number one, you gotta, you got to be honest about your fear. Confront your fear honestly. You know what? I'm in fear right now. I, I've let fear grip my heart in this area. Wait just a minute. I, whoa, whoa, ho. Whoa, whoa. I'm in fear right now. I, I'm in fear right now. Now, here's what I want you to know about fear. It won't ever leave on its own. You don't wait it out. It doesn't ever get tired of tormenting you and just decide to leave you. It has to be defeated. It has to be defeated. And and here's what I want you to know. You need to just quit. Stop trying to stop being in fear. You you can't stop it. You can't stop thinking fearful thoughts. You can't do that. The only thing you can do is replace them. You, You can't stop and you get so mad at yourself because you can't quit thinking bad thoughts. It's impossible to quit thinking bad thoughts. You have to replace them. You, you, well, Jesus talked about it. He talked about the, the demon and they swept the house out clean and got it all clean. What happened? The demon come back seven times worse. Can't, so when you stop thinking, let me just tell you, seven times worse thoughts are going to come to you. What you have to do is replace Fear with faith You replace fear with faith And and when a thought of fear comes That reminds you to confess scripture over your life To confess God's word over your life See, you, you replace, you don't just stop that thought You replace, you don't stop thinking fearful thoughts You replace them with faith thoughts Number two, uh, and this is just basic, confess your fear as sin. You know what? I'm in fear right now, and that's sin. Just call it what it is. When fear causes you to believe the fear and not God's Word, when you choose to believe fear over what God's Word says about you, you're in sin. Uh, if we'll admit that, deal with that. Can, wait a minute, I'm in sin right now. This isn't the way God wants me thinking. This isn't the thoughts that I need to be having. Psalms thirty-four four, I sought the Lord and He heard me and He delivered me from all of my fears. Psalms twenty-seven one, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I be afraid? Psalms one eighteen six, The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. See, don't keep ignoring your fear and the control it has over you. Number one, confront it. Number two, see it as sin and confess it. Let's get this thing dealt with. And then number three, stand on, base your life on God's provisions that you see in the Word. Base your life on what God's Word says about you what God's Word says about your family, what God's Word says about your business, about your finances, what does God's Word say about your health? That's what I choose to believe. That's what I choose to think on and to meditate on. you, You gotta realize, you are basing your life or standing on fear, or you are basing your life and standing on God's Word. Now, it's one of the two. Are you standing on, regardless of what's happened, regardless of what you see around you, regardless of what's going on, I'm going to base my life on God's Word. What is the fear? Fear of crowds, fear of meeting people, fear of your health, fear of flying an airplane, fear of drowning, fear of getting robbed, fear of losing all your money. That's not the point. The point is you're fear-controlled, not faith-controlled. See, what it is is not the point. The, if you're not worried about that or in fear of that, you'll be fear of something else tomorrow. See, what it, the, the point is you're not being controlled by God and his word. You're being controlled by a fear right now. And that's what you've got to deal with. Don't let your focus get on what you're afraid of. Get your focus on, I'm walking in fear, I'm not walking in faith, and I've got to get this stopped in my life. You come to church every week, yet fear controls you. You read your Bible every day, yet fear controls you. you got to base your life on God's Word, not on fear. Fear is a God-given instinct. And it is created to protect us and to cause us to be wise. And it concerns me to see teenagers with no fear. You can wrap that thing around a tree. Before you snort that, you need to know you can stop your heart. It concerns me for people to walk around with no fear. Because you can, this cannot be good for you right here. But what's more concerning is when fear takes control of their life instead of causing them to walk in wisdom in their life. My, My question here is, are you led by godly wisdom or are you being led by fear right now at this very moment? See, that's what I ask myself. Hold on. Am I being led by wisdom or am I being controlled by fear right now? Fear will keep you from moving forward. Fear will keep you taking that next step in life. Fear will keep you from walking and pursuing. See, fear will keep you from doing what God's called you to do. And I need to know Is this causing me to walk in wisdom or am i in fear right now am i in fear of making this investment is this fear causing me to withdraw and hinder me from god's blessings see god wants to bless me god wants to bless me abundantly but fear can keep me from see fear can keep me from putting myself in a position for that to happen see god wants to bless me to do that I'm going to have to invest in this. I'm going to have to buy this. I'm going to have to go here. I'm going to have to do this. See, for God to bless me, I'm going to have to get off the couch and do this. Ask yourself, are you led by godly wisdom or are you being led and controlled by fear? Is fear keeping you from what God has said about you? If it is, if it's fear that is controlling you, we're going to have to take control of that. And replace that fear with faith. We've got to replace that fear with faith. Right now, I want you to repeat. I want you to repeat out loud. I want you to say it out loud. Repeat after me. I am a child of God. God's hand is on me. I am here to fulfill his will. My body belongs to the Lord. My health is in his hands. I'll never be out begging for bread. God is my source. God is my provider. My paycheck does not meet my needs. God meets my needs. My job is one of many avenues for God to funnel blessings to me. I live by faith, not by fear. No weapon formed against me We'll prosper. I stand on God's word, not on fear. I live by faith, not fear. Say it loud. I live by faith, not fear. Y'all stand with me. Lord, tonight, tonight as we stand here, God, we realize fear plagues all of us. Fear can grip all of our hearts. Fear sweeps on us quick. Lord, right now, we take control of fear. And we replace that fear with faith. We stand on your word for our life, for our future. We stand on your word for our home, our family, our business, our finances. Lord, we stand on your word. Fear you be gone. In the name of Jesus, I'm a child of God. And I live by faith. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. You've been listening to the CMC Podcast. You can stay connected with us through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Download the CMC app by searching Christian Ministries Church in the App Store. For more information and upcoming events, go to cmchurch.com.